0: schadenfreude everybody must have screamed ah he's a sung hero little pushy pushy are you back from listening to stairway to heaven twice now those are just words i looked up on the internet unreasonable doubt. a podcast about west virginia university basketball starts now that has to be the earliest that west virginia's name was called in the selection show that was and they got right to the business this year. There was no, when we come back, and no, here's the, the four one seeds. They just went right to the biz. I liked it. Hello, from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt, and it is the 2023 edition of Bracket Talk. Very exclusive idea where I give you my thoughts on the brackets. <laughs> And you start with West Virginia, who is a nine seed. In So is that great? As we talked about last episode, it's not great for West Virginia winning more than a game. And if they do win their first game and they get to play, because the committee likes to do things like this, West Virginia will play. Geological rival, geographical. It's not geological <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Geographical rival. Football rival for sure. It's been a while since West Virginia have played the Maryland Terrapins in basketball. It's just not really a thing that they do. The last time West Virginia did play Maryland in the NCAA tournament, it was on their way to a Sweet 16 back in the Press Virginia days. But if they get past Maryland, then they get the number one seed in the entire bracket, the Alabama Crimson Tide. They're good at basketball, too. And Alabama is going to be a favorite in their game against the 16 seed, whoever wins the 16 seed play in game. I'm still calling them play in games. So is that great for West Virginia's prospects of being like a hey, they can get a couple of wins and then be frisky for the second week. It is not. It is not great for that. Alabama won the SEC. Alabama won the SEC tournament. Google what's been going on with their program this year, and despite that, they've done those things, and the committee thought they were the best team in the country. So if West Virginia is lucky enough to win on Thursday, that's who they have waiting for them. So not great. Oh. Nah, I don't even have another way to spend that. What do I know about Maryland? Not much. I think I watched a few minutes of Maryland back in November in one of those early season tournaments. I saw a few minutes of Maryland. They beat the team with the Giant. They beat Purdue at home. They have some other impressive wins. Definitely... A good home team, not great on the road. Lots of their losses happened on the road. Ukla did come to College Park and beat Maryland. They were the only ones that were successful in doing that. And Kevin Willard is the Maryland coach. This is his first year at Maryland. He coached at Seton Hall for a number of years before getting the Maryland job. And he's known for his teams playing good defense and good guard play. And it looks like they have good cards this year. They In their non-conference schedule, they beat Miami by 18. So that's a good win on a neutral floor. I believe that's some of the game that I watched. This guy, he's familiar with the 8-9 game because he's been there, I believe, three times with Seton Hall as a 8 or 9 seed. And he's only won one NCAA tournament game. And he did it as an eight seed with Seton Hall. But in their five trips, he is one and five. So that's not great, but this is a different team. As far as what they've done this year, what the stats say, Maryland does not shoot the three ball very well. So that's that works in West Virginia's favor. You don't have to have visions of somebody wide open corner threes drilling them like you have. And that's still possible, I guess, but it helps when on paper they're not good at shooting the three. But it seems like Maryland is a team who wants you to play like they play, which is extremely slow. They play slow on offense. And according to Ken Pomeroy's computer, only one other team forces longer possessions on the defensive side. Like they make you run offense and. Take a long time, so that's that may not be a bad thing for West Virginia, but Seton Hall, shoot, it's not Seton Hall. Maryland will want you to play slow with them, and the stat that I found, this is the key stat, and it almost sounds like a like mentally, this is what I think of all the time with West Virginia. It's just ingrained in me. If West Virginia gets a seventy, they have a good chance of winning. And that's maybe – obviously, that's not exclusive to West Virginia. But for Maryland this year, if they've scored 70 points or more, they're 18-0. and 0. If they go under 70, if they don't get the 70, Maryland is 3-12 and 12 on the season. So that's the stat. We are looking to keep Maryland under 70 points. But I have West Virginia as a nine seed beating – the Maryland Terrapins, and I'd be crazy to tell you that I have West Virginia going to the Sweet 16. It's tough sledding. I don't know how good of a coach Nate Oates is, but this team, their pedigree, and this is a very – they use the analytics. This is definitely a we shoot threes or we shoot near the basket. That's what we do. And they've got a guy who's going to be a high lottery pick, in Miller, and they've got other guys who are really good at basketball, obviously, and they've only lost five times this year. Now, Gonzaga put 100 on them, and Alabama did lose by, was down 30-plus to an Oklahoma team in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. But that is the anomaly. I don't know what happened that game. People who watched that game, you could tell me what happened there. If Alabama just like, we don't care about this. Or it's just you're due for one bad game, and it was their bad game this year, that one. Outside of that, Alabama has, I mean, they nobody sniffed them. <laughs> nobody sniffed the lead, really, with Alabama in the SEC tournament. They were dominant in that. So I have West Virginia losing on Saturday to the Crimson Tide. More bracket talk coming up. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. NBA coming out of the All Star break. Javon Carter, a starter still for the Milwaukee Bucks. They're wearing purple. That's a royal color. Maybe do a same game parlay with the Bucks. Here's what you do download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Let's go through the rest of the bracket. Let's go with the South. Upsets. I've got Utah State beating Missouri, even though technically that's not a betting upset. Ken Pomeroy's computer would have Utah State As a definite favorite in that game, but in the bracket, they're a 10 seed, so that's an upset. And College of Charleston, here's what I think about San Diego State, having not seen them play this year. They always make the NCAA tournament. They're always, the stats say they're always really good at defense, and they don't do very well in the NCAA tournament. So give me the 31 3 College of Charleston pulling the 5 12, the mandatory 5 12 upset. Give me Charleston in that one. From there, any upsets? Really, I've got Creighton defeating Baylor. I just think, what is Baylor going to do with that tall guy for Creighton? And Creighton hadn't been in the best form here late in the season, but they are—they got their big guy back, and I think he's a problem. And I'm going to give Creighton the edge there. Uh, Baylor just not as good as defense as they need to be to advance a long way in this tournament. So give me Creighton – I've got Alabama versus Arizona in the elite eight and just on vibes. I'm going to give the edge to Arizona, Arizona, making the final four. I just can't with good conscience and you can Google what's happening in the Alabama program. And it is, it is really bad stuff. Uh, Not within the current program, as far as a majority of the people involved. Um, But if you Google Alabama basketball, You might get an article about how well they're doing at basketball, and then you're going to get a bunch of articles about what I'm talking about. And so based on those vibes, give me Arizona to make it to the Final Four. In the East, upsets. You know, since I've got West Virginia, and I want West Virginia to win their first game in a 9-8 game, I've just went nines across the board. So give me FAU over Memphis, and give me Providence over Kentucky. That's a spite pick. And then – Another spite pick, you know. All I looked at for FAU, I watched some of their uh, conference tournament final where they beat UAB. They just kind of destroyed UAB. Uh, they have a giant, and I don't know how much he plays, but they've got a seven foot one guy. So it's giant versus giant. Spite pick, give me the FAU Owls with the upset of the tournament defeating the the Perdons. And will that happen? No, I'm telling you, it's a spite pick. Chalk from there and then I have Duke defeating the Owls versus Marquette in the Elite 8 and in that game I've got Shaka Smart and Marquette. They won the Big East regular season championship. They won the Big East Tournament title, Uh, that guard that killed us last year, he's still there, and he's still really good at basketball, and he's healthy. So give me Marquette. Duke's going to be tough to stop, but give me Marquette. On the other side, the Midwest bracket upsets. Auburn, obviously, over Iowa in a battle of styles. Iowa, really good at offense. Auburn, really good at defense. The Kent State Golden Flashes. Solely based on seeing them almost defeat Gonzaga at Gonzaga, which really good teams have a hard time doing. And so uh, that makes me, in my mind, have Kent State as a really good team and give me them over Indiana. Mississippi State is playing our friends Pittsburgh. Congratulations to Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I Technically, they've made the NCAA tournament, there, but they're going to play Tuesday in a – Play-in game, I still call it a play-in game, against Mississippi State. Mississippi State, according to Kim Pomeroy's computer, were super good at defense, so I will give them the edge over Pittsburgh, and then I have them in a battle of defenses against Iowa State. First one to 50 wins, give me Mississippi State in the upset. And then I've got Penn State defeating Texas A&M. That's a spike pick against Buzz Williams, dancing on (laughs) dancing on uh, the Coliseum floor. From there, I have Miami beating Kent State. I've got Mississippi State with their defense, sight unseen. Couldn't name a player for Mississippi State. But based on their defensive analytics, give me them to beat Xavier. Something's happened with Xavier. They don't look as crisp as they did earlier in the season. And I'm going to pick Mississippi State there. But I've ultimately got a 1-2 game in the Elite Eight, Houston versus the University of Texas. And we saw Texas – I saw Texas demolish West Virginia in person. In Austin, i seen them run through the Big 12 tournament. Strong second-place showing during the season. They're really good at basketball. Even without Timmy Allen, they put it on Kansas. And so, based on what I saw with my own eyes and how they're playing now, give me Texas defeating the Cougars to get to the Final Four. This episode of Unreasonable Down is sponsored by Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. What you doing Saturday, March 18th? Maybe you'll be watching WVU play basketball? One can only hope. But there's other things to do, like go to the Barbersville Delta Hotel, Saturday, March 18th. Guess who's going to be there? Freeman's Sports Cards and Collectibles. They're going to be set up in the hotel. They're going to have sports cards. They're going to have collectibles. You can peruse, buy things, maybe bring your stuff. They'll buy it from you. Go to the Barbersville Delta Hotel if you're in the Barbersville, Huntington area, Saturday, March 18th, or anytime, call Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles, tell them you've got stuff, they can buy it from you, 304-416-3631, Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles, and then in the West, Upsets, of course, I've got Illinois winning the 9-8 game against Arkansas. And that's the only upset I have in that bracket first round. And then another big one. I've got Illinois beating Kansas. And all I'm doing there is I've got Brad Underwood, who with whatever college he was at, defeating West Virginia in, in one of the Press Virginia years in an upset. Then he coached at Oklahoma State. Then he went to Illinois. I've got him dangerous in March. <laughs> Strictly on a bad memory of him coaching a team to an upset win over West Virginia. I couldn't, I'm, I'm still drawing a blank on what that school was, but they defeated West Virginia. And so give me Illinois over Kansas. Um, I'm going to eat that one. Those two picks, you know, onesies don't lose the first week. They're susceptible in the second weekend, but the first weekend, they're pretty strong, and they typically make it to the second weekend. But I've got two of them going down, (laughs) including Kansas, who won the Big 12 convincingly for the millionth time and have a player of the year candidate in J.L. Wilson. Uh, I've got... Illinois has got a couple of guys from the Big Twelve who know about Kansas. They got Mullet guy who's not who doesn't have a mullet anymore that used to play for Baylor, and they got Terrence Shannon. And I, that familiarity and Brad Underwood gives me the opportunity to, to <laughs> go against Kansas in that. I've got the Zags. I've got Gonzaga being Oogla in a in the curtain call for Drew Timmy. I have him beating Ukla, who lost one of their starters here recently. And I've got Gonzaga beating Illinois to go to the final four. So my final four, Arizona, Marquette, Texas, Gonzaga. Arizona versus Marquette, give me Marquette, and then give me Texas over Gonzaga. So in a true – this is not a Hollywood script, but in a narrative script – You've got Shaka Smart, who wasn't bad at Texas and wasn't fired. Was he fired? I don't – maybe he was. I'm not going to Google that. It didn't end well because he'd still be there. And he didn't do anything offensive, and he recruited really well at Texas. But I guess the Texas folks believed that he underperformed, went to Marquette, and in a couple of seasons have gotten them to really good status. And so, and uh, did you know the Shaka Smart's been to a Final Four before with VCU? So give me Marquette versus Texas. And Texas uh, with the Chris Beard situation and uh, losing him and Coach Terry doing a great job in his absence and all of these seniors and guys with experience and athleticism Give me the Texas Longhorns defeating their former coach, Shaka Smart, in the national championship. Give me the Texas Longhorns to win it all. That's my first go with the bracket. I am allowed to change that if I want to. (laughs) You know? You can't stop me. But as, you know, less than – less than – five hours from when they announced the teams. That's what I have on paper thus far. I wrote all this in pencil. I will not keep you updated on my changes, but uh, and really may definitely reconsider Kansas (laughs) and Purdue not making it past the first weekend. But that's what I have right now. That's what I have right now. Do not take that as any – do not take the words that I say – I am telling you, I didn't watch a lot of these teams. I watched a lot of Big 12 basketball. Did not watch a lot outside of that. I did catch myself watching a lot of Xavier uh, because of how well they played against West Virginia. But that's that's about it. But that's what I have. What do you have? <laughs> Good luck with your brackets. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Down. Listen on all the platforms, or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, oh. Before I do all that stuff, West Virginia, twelve fifteen, Thursday, first game of the Thursday games, CBS, Jim Nance calling a West Virginia game. I don't – I'm I'm not thrilled about that. Uh, Jim Nance called uh, – maybe I'm wrong on this. I think the last time Jim Nance called a West Virginia game was the 2010 Final Four game against Duke. That didn't go very well. That's just in my head. But we're getting Jim Nance. We're the first game. CBS 1215, Maryland Terrapins, West Virginia will be a betting favorite in that game. And I think they've got a good chance to win that one. And then and then it's a problem. But, hey, uh, if you win, you're still in. That's what I've heard. Listen on Apple Podcasts. Listen on YouTube. Until next time, I'm Josh with WVU for the 2022-2023 season. They still have 19 wins and they have 14 losses.